0: Do you ever feel all alone out there running your landscape, hardscape, or outdoor living business, struggling in silence to grow and scale profitably with fewer employees, wishing there was a better way to make money in this industry without all the insanely long hours and ridiculously hard work? You're not alone. This is your host, Joshua Gillow. Each week, our tribe comes together to empower business owners to add more profitable services by teaching how to successfully hire and manage subcontractors. Join my inner circle mastermind. Gentlemen, it's time to start winning. For more information, email me, hello at yes.express. Again, it's hello at yes.express. Now, let's get on with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. This week, we have an app developer who created an app that pairs screen time and chores. So imagine that you can connect how much screen time your kids get by if they've done their chores or not. This app is coming out uh, here this summer. So I wanted to bring the developer on and talk about how this is going to, this this integration, this app, how it's going to be able to change how you manage screen time in your kids. Uh, imagine coming home each day from work and having all the, the work done around the house and the kids are incentivized to do it. That's what this app does. And yes, there is an app for that. So if that interests you. Keep listening on. Lots of great information in this one. Hello, and welcome to Outer Spaces, a podcast dedicated to empowering designers and contractors in the outdoor living space. Through this show, I hope to create a powerful resource for you. Someone who is trying to grow their company, but might not have all the tools and processes to do so. On Outer Spaces, we're passionate about breaking the chains of small mindsets and helping contractors just like you take control of their businesses and their lives. My name is Joshua Gillow, and through my 25 years of dirt under the nails experience, I look forward to sharing tips, strategies, and other contractor success stories here on the Outer Spaces podcast. Now, let's get on with the show. Hello, welcome back to the Outer Spaces podcast. This is your host, Joshua Gillow. Today's guest is the founder of Choreo. It's an innovative Apple iOS app that revolutionizes the way chores and screen time are interconnected. With over 20 years of experience as a dedicated husband and father to three teenagers, our founder combines a deep understanding of family dynamics and a rich corporate background in technology, finance, and even real estate entrepreneurial projects. He has broken the glass ceiling of bringing uh, one of his app ideas to life and today we're going to learn all about it jeff houston welcome to the show
1: hey joshua thanks for having me i I love what you're doing with outer spaces and and just super excited to be here today
0: awesome man it's uh it's been a pleasure listeners the reason why i'm bringing um you know jeff on the show is we're we're part of a tribe we're part of a brotherhood from uh, undisputed mastery and you know what's amazing to me is how men come into this group and and come out different and how they come out and they take some of the ideas that they had maybe thought about for years and years and years and never put into fruition, all of a sudden they start bringing that shit to life. And Jeff is an excellent example of that, of taking an idea that he had, something that he needed for his own family and bringing it to the world so he can share that experience with everybody. So Jeff, before we get into the app and how it's going to change how you work with kids in screen time, since that's a big thing in my house, I have a 13 and 15 year old, and that's been a very interesting conversation throughout. You know, I didn't grow up, I'm 44 years old, I didn't grow up with phones. So that was never a thing and now it is. So for parents out there that are struggling with your kids in screen time, this might be the answer for you. So Jeff, take us into where you come from, what, you know, how you got to this point of creating an app that'll help us with chores and screen time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, so I grew up in the um, Atari Commodore 64 uh, timeframe too. So uh, you'd really have to go somewhere to, to use uh, uh, devices. But um, yeah, so I, I grew up in the uh, Chicago region uh, and you know, moved to um, Austin, Texas about six years ago. I uh, really love Chicago, miss, miss many things about it. Uh, a few things I don't miss are uh, the weather and the taxes. Uh, mm. Besides that, you know, I, I still, still love Chicago and get back there regularly.
0: Nice. That's awesome, dude. And um, so originally from there, do you have any siblings?
1: I do. I have uh, an older sister and a younger brother. They both, both have uh, thriving families. Uh, my, my brother is uh, a Colonel in the air force. Nice. Uh, super, super proud of him.
0: That's awesome. That's really cool. So, okay. So you kind of grow up in a family and then uh, now you have a family, right? You have a, I think you had mentioned three teenagers. What problem did you run into that kind of prompted you to say, you know what, we need to create an app for that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, I, so I really didn't, you know, sit out to build a, a solution for this. I, I tried many other parental control apps, like, like many, I'm, I'm sure you've heard of like Questidio, Bark, Rpact, mm-hmm. and, um, one of my kids is is I, I think a hacker. Yeah, you know, I think that's the only way to describe him, uh, Tyler. <laughs> Smart, aren't uh, they? He, he is. Yeah, he's he's pretty talented with tech, but he found ways around to to hack all of them. And yeah, you know, the, I found too that these these other parental control apps you can really damage your phones too. Um, and and they don't really have the most important aspect that they don't tie chores chores in. Um, and really, besides that, I you know. Was really, you know, my family really struggled with, um, you know, screen times and and chores, and uh, so I just wanted to make a solution uh, for that for my family, and uh, be able to to bring that uh, to the world and help help other families too.
0: I love that. That's true. And you know, we went through the same thing with our kids because we're like, how do we parent? You know, the first question was when do they get a cell phone? Right, that was a big question for us. My, I never forget my wife and I were taking a, a hike up a, a little. Uh, area we have a camelback Area here in pennsylvania and we were hiking up on the back side of that and we were talking and the kids were younger i think my oldest was about 10 or 11 at the time she's like when is the right time to let kids have cell phones and you know in my it was, it was first time for us i don't know anybody can ask their parents but we're looking i said 13 sounds about right i'm like i just pulled that out of the air like i had no clue i'm just like 13 sounds about right. right but then the question is all right the world is a scary place can be there's a lot of nasty stuff out there. How do we protect our innocent children from this shit? Right. How do we protect them from it? So we started, we actually got our pact is what we used. And, you know, at least we say, okay, we can monitor what they're seeing. We can say how much screen time they have and all that, but it doesn't tie to chores, which is why I wouldn't have you on here because that's kind of a cool sense. It's like, all right, so tell us how you go from, you know, monitoring what they're watching or seeing or, or allowing them to see certain things. And then from there, screen time tied to chores. How does that work?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, so there's there's two real aspects to, to choreo. The the first is the the parent's perspective. Uh, so parents can um, assign chores, and the kids are required to submit photo evidence that they've completed these chores, and the parent needs to approve them before okay. they get their screen time. Um, and that's the best part of it. so the kids do not get screen time until their chores are completed. Um, And and parents can set daily time limits and restrict time. So um, my daughter, for example, used to sleep with her phone by her head Mm. and I'd go in and check on her. She might be asleep, but it would be like blinking and beeping and lighting up. It's just kind of sad. And then from the kid's perspective, uh, they can track chores, you know, take photos and submit submit them for uh, approval. And they really le- learn uh, screen time management skills, and uh, that's how they're able to uh, earn their screen time.
0: I love that because, uh, you know, social media especially is just a big old vacuum sucking your brain right in there, right? Especially the TikToks. I can't even have TikTok on my phone because when I'm, I, I, I had it on her for a little while and it's, it's, it's it's like brain candy. It's incredible how fast you get sucked into it. And a half hour later, you're like, what am I doing? I learned nothing. I actually think I'm dumber now after doing that. So I had to take it off my phone because I know that I can, I can be addictive that way. I kind of go into that. So, um, you know, for, for kids that don't know that though, you know, I'm in my forties. So I, I can see that I can see a pattern happening, but kids are just like, this must be what life is about, right. To be able to see and compare and, and the constant, in their own mind competition that happens where comparing themselves to other people you know to to be able to throttle that in a way that you got to make them constructive first right get your chores done and then you get a little bit of time so uh, i just like the way that connects well so what are some of the what are some of the challenges you you kind of came into this uh, situation with or found during along the journey that uh, that kind of made this a more interesting project for you
1: yeah i think that the biggest challenge for me was was my my mindset uh, so, so I have had you know you know good ideas for apps in the past, um, but I've was derailed by external forces. Uh, for example, in um 08, 09, I had a, a great idea for for a workout tracking app, and you know spent some time and money developing that. Uh, but then I was distracted by the the uh, financial crisis. Um, yeah. I let that distract me. Um, but however, this time around, I've cultivated kind of a rock solid mindset to stay committed no matter what. Uh, and there are a few reasons driving this. You know, The first is that you know, this is a major problem for my, my family yeah. and just being able to solve it for my family um, is worth it. Um, and I really have a desire to, to extend that out and help other families too, because other families struggle with, with screen time and chores um, as well. And then I I think the last one that really helped, you know, concrete, you know, cement this in with my mindset is, you know, I lost my parents um, a a couple years ago to to COVID and really using that as um, a driver and motivator for me to honor them uh, for all the time and love and money that they invested in me, uh, for me to be able to bring something um, of massive value to the world, uh, to help other families, strengthen marriages, um, helps help kids mentalities. Um, just, you know, I think those, those make this, so, it, so it's a, um, it's going to happen no matter what for me.
0: Wow. That's, thank you for sharing that. Wow, it must've been a tough time for sure. And to think that you've taken those tragedies and turned them into, you know, uh, power in a, in, a, in a sense that they can live on forever. I love that. So, As you're, you know, as you're going through this, I'm sure there's times you wanted to give up. I'm sure there's times things got crazy. How do you go into that? Why? How do you like walk us through a process of like when you're about to say I'm done and then you can dig into that? Why? Because I tell people all the time, look, if once you understand why you're doing something and there's an emotional connection to why you're doing it, you will go through fire. To get to the other side of that there is no such thing as motivation at that point there is an absolute guarantee it's going to be done might not happen exactly on your time frame but there's nothing that's going to take your eye off that ball because your why is so strong you'll go through anything to get there you go to hell and back for it so now that you are aware of that how has that helped you throughout some of these struggles
1: yeah absolutely i I like that phrase you know storm the island and and burn the boats so so there's no way no way out um yeah, I think so. some of the the struggles I've had is you know first kind of look like looking at it from a, a technology discovery uh, perspective. You know, there's kind of two worlds with mobile devices. You know, there's the Google Android world and there's the iPhone um, Apple iOS world, and um, you know, trying to figure out which which one to use. I, I, I burn a lot of uh, time, uh, you know, researching like virtual private networks and mobile device management technology, um, and you know, A neat thing about apple ios is that they opened up screen time api uh so you don't need to use a a virtual private network or a mobile device management to to build um this this solution that i that i built and uh that was you know i I think that was one of the challenges that you know i just keep um digging and not giving up because you know everyone was telling me like hey no you gotta you need a vpn and mdm for this but um i think that was that was one of the challenges before and um, another one I think is, you know, initially I, I engaged a developer uh, that I found on Upwork. Um, and, you know, I spent spent a few thousand dollars and a lot of time designing with him and it just it just wasn't working right. Hmm. Um, and at that point, it's like, all right, you know, I could have said, you know, I, I gave it a world, didn't work, whatever, yep. I'm moving on. Uh, but, you know, like you said, I didn't, I'm not letting um any setbacks stopped me on this mission so you know i, I you know, tripled down um engaged a very uh well-regarded development firm and uh doing it right
0: that's awesome and how has that changed from because i know with ideas you're like all right well, let's kind of test this i found this guy in upwork and i work with guys in upwork i love those guys mm-hmm. but sometimes you're like you try something and it fails and you're like maybe it wasn't meant to be but it sounds like you said okay that's maybe one way is not going to work Let's try another one. Right. And then you found somebody else. So what was the mindset around going from like, I could quit right now to, I got to find somebody that's probably going to cost me a lot more money, but there's no way this isn't coming to life. How did that shift for you?
1: Yeah, I think, I think part of it was, you know, just remembering, you know, all of, all of the regrets I had from abandoning that workout tracking app, you know, from 08 and 09. And, you know, thinking, thinking too about, you know, am on, on my deathbed, you know, hopefully in, you know, 50 plus years from now, um, I, I don't look back and um, regret, like man, I never brought one of one of my ideas to to fruition, and you know that's that's another um, major motivator. And and you know, utilizing all all of the gifts and talents that 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 God has given me to you know bring value to the world, I, I just kept uh, going going back to that and not wanting to experience that in the future.
0: It's so good, so good. Did you mentioned it? And i mentioned it often here on the podcast about you know how our, our main objective in life is to discover. The gifts that god's given us and the second is to share them with as many people as you possibly can and you're doing it through an app or other so i i love that it's really cool thank and, you that's yeah, uh, fun yeah absolutely dude so so you find you know Upwork guy didn't work out you found a firm that kind of helped you through all of this how long did it take you to build the app
1: it's it's been about a two-year two-year process okay um kind of some fits fits and starts and um, but yeah, that's, it's, it's been a while and I've, one of the, one of the approaches I've used too is using some, um, outside leverage, um, by just kind of letting my kids, uh, go unchecked with their, their chores and screen time and just letting that fuel my, um, inspiration to build this, uh, you know, a couple examples of that are like my, uh, we, we took my mother-in-law and my, my wife out for a mother's date brunch, you know, terrific, um, experience, you know, family experience. Uh, but then one of my sons spent half the time, you know, poking around on his phone and it's, you know, it's, it's just tough. You know, there's a lot of battles and I, you know, I tell him to put it away and he doesn't put it away. Uh, then, you know, you know is the whole brunch going to turn into a battle between me and my son about his phone. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's just heartbreaking, but I, at the, at the end of that, you know, I, I, I think to me, I was like, Tyler, thanks for inspiring me, man. You know, you're making it, yeah. making this, uh, uh, a no brainer for me to keep going forward with this.
0: Isn't it amazing <laughs> how, how, if we just get away from thinking about ourselves all the time, right? Cause the ego tries to take over all the time. If we stop and just breathe and say, you know what, what is in your case, what is Tyler trying to teach me? What is he trying to teach me? There's a lesson to be had here. And you look and you say, okay, well, I'm out to brunch. I want him to be focused on the family, not on his screen. We know these kids are addicted to these things just as we are. Right. So how do we change that? How do we change that dynamic? So instead of bitching about it, you actually said, wait a minute here. He's trying to teach me something. Maybe I could solve that problem for more families than just my own. So tell us how the app works. You know, if we were to log into it, uh, first of all, before we get to there, when is this app available?
1: Yeah. So it's going live uh, this summer Uh, available on the uh, app store
0: perfect. Perfect. All right. So this summer it'll be available. So take us through, like when we get on the app, like, is it easy to set up? Is it, uh, how tough is it to get everything up and running?
1: Yeah. So that's, that's one of the good things about it. Since we're using the, um, um, Apple screen time API, you know, the setup is dramatically easier than, you know, you said you used, um, our packed it's, mm-hmm. it's much easier, um, than that. Uh, so, you know, the way, the way the uh, it works is that the kid's phone is locked. Um, yeah. meaning that only basic features are available, um, you know the phone, the camera, texting, and the Choreo app, of yeah. course. And it only becomes unlocked after chores are completed. And then you know, once unlocked, parents can determine um, what apps can be ac- accessed and how much screen time they can have, you know, maybe just two hours a day. And they can set restricted times. So um, if you want them to not have their phone while they're sleeping, which I think is a good idea, or maybe during school time, or maybe even during, you know, the the Mother's Day brunch. You want, you know, you, even though they've done their chores, you don't want them to be uh, monkeying around on it during during the Mother's Day brunch. Um, and a neat thing about it, too, is there's uh, three responsibility levels. Um, so the lowest level of responsibility or trust is, you know, you need to submit your photo evidence and of uh, completing the four, the chores and your parent needs to approve those before you get your screen time. That's the lowest level of trust or responsibility. And both of my boys, by the way, are are in that camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And then uh, there's uh, the highest level is you know no photo or approvals required, and it really serves more a, of a reminder. So my my daughter you know is more in this camp, um, and she she views it as more of a um, healthy reminder. So um, just the other week she's. You know, I have on there do laundry once a week as, as her chore, one of her chores. And she's like, I, I totally would have forgot about this if, if it didn't remind me. So just, she just kind of clicks it off and does it. Uh, but then there's other areas where I, I might end up flipping her back because our, our biggest struggle with her now is with scheduling. Uh, she She's super social, super busy. you know, She's on the cheer team. She has millions of friends, um, but she doesn't update the family calendar. Um, and, you know, I've asked her a couple times to do it. And then now I'm added it as a um, low, you know, high trust chore. But if she doesn't respect that, then I might have to flip it back up to, you know, she'll have to submit uh, photo proof. So it's, it's kind of fun. It has the ability to flip back and forth between those.
0: Yeah, and adjust as your kids adjust and grow, right? I'm sitting here listening to you talk about for kids and chores, and I'm thinking like, how many how many business owners out there would be thinking like, hey, wouldn't it be nice if I knew that my you know employees weren't on their phones throughout the day and be like, you can shut that shit off at a distance and be like, hey, when the job's done, take a picture, send it in, I'll give you some screen time. <laughs> I know that's a bit extreme, but it would be entertaining to see how we could we could throttle that at, at the workplace.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think there's other applications for this, um, and that's that's a good example.
0: What are some others that you've contemplated throughout the creation of this uh other segments that could use this technology
1: yeah well what, one way is is kind of going uh deeper into into chores uh so uh, you know there's so many good parents out there and you know if they if they adopt Chorio or if they don't adopt Chorio, um you know there's basic chores like you know making your bed doing the dishes uh, doing the laundry yard yard work um uh, I really built some some templates in here for some more advanced next level uh, chores, so or tasks. So some examples of this are like goal setting, um, spending uh, some time maybe every week to either set goals or check in on your goals. How, how are you doing on those? Okay. Um, others, another one is like a social. Uh, so so one of my sons is not as socially gifted as as uh, my other two kids. And it, it really takes him some urging for him to reach out to a friend, join a club. Mm -hmm. Um, and you can have set that as a chore. Another one is, is spirituality. Uh, so, uh, you know, tie in, you can tie in, uh, you know, like weekly or or daily scripture readings or praying Mm -hmm. or, or practicing your faith in in some way. So that's, that's one way it's kind of gone, uh, taking it to the next level of chores and really elevating kids to, to their full potential.
0: I love that. I love that. it's, yeah, there's just so many ways you can integrate this. So basically the, they do the chore and then they get the reward of the screen time and you can allot so much per chore. Is that how it works? Like if they took out the garbage, that's five minutes. And if they, you know, whatever, cleaned up the dinner table, that's 10 minutes. And it kind of, does it accumulate over time? Or, you know, I imagine the, the parents can adjust whatever that looks like. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, they can, they can adjust the way, um, the way that works. And I you know, tried to make it very, very simple, So you know you complete your chores and then you get your time. Uh, So if you have yet if you haven't done your homework yet or if you haven't um, done the laundry yet, then you just don't get your time. Um, So they're really motivated to to do that. Um, But there are ways where you can reward time um, for for doing you know certain certain things.
0: That's great for sure. Now I want to swing back to. Um, you mentioned earlier about your why's for doing this, uh, this app, you know, you mentioned that you have a family that you wanted to create it for and to help them and also to, you know, pay homage to your parents and all that uh, they've invested in you. Sure. So obviously we work through about how that impacts you as you're moving through, when you think about those things and when things get tough, you're like, it doesn't matter, I'm going through this wall, no matter what. But when it comes down to, you know, if your parents were alive today, what do you think that they would say about what you've done so far?
1: Yeah. I think, I think they, you know, I mean, they're, they're ultra uh, supportive parents. I mean, I could have asked for, for, for better parents. Um, yeah. If you ask my mom, she, she thinks I could be an opera singer. She, she thinks I could be uh, the president. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, just hundred um, percent mom and you know, my my dad too is super, super supportive. And uh, so, yeah, so I think they'd, they'd uh, certainly be be proud of me and um Especially since I'm you know, kind of adding value to the world, not just looking to get get rich or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. To help families as well. Yeah. So, can you use this app for yourself?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, so some of the, some of the stats um, that I was looking at, just about, about like how much time kids spend on on their screen time. Yeah. Um, you know, it's I think for teenagers, it's the average is seven hours a day. And and it just the impact on um, our family dynamics and other family dynamics. I mean, there's it just creates so much stress and tension in in families. Uh, you know, for example, with my my son, I you know give the example of him doing laundry. Um, there's there's multiple steps to doing the laundry, right? You need to you know get your gather your clothes, which oftentimes are all over the his room. Actually, get them in the washing machine. Mm-hmm. Then there's a the second step. Typically an hour later is put them in the dryer. And the third step, you know, take them out of the dryer, bring them up to your room, fold them, hang them, put them away. Uh, but in the, in the past, you know, for Chorio, like each one of those would be a battle or, right? or it could be hours or, or even days between those steps. And it, it's just crazy to, to do that. So, so being able to, you know, for, for my mindset, my wife's mindset, uh, being able to have a, a, a solution for that, it's like, fine, you you don't do it, you just you just get no phone time, no screen time, um, and but but I think it, it has the potential to help marriages as well. Um, even even in an example like that, um, you know, you, speaking with your your spouse, your wife, or your husband about it, it's, it's like, so why weren't you tougher on him with that? You know, he didn't do his homework last night. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's filling that class. Why weren't you tougher on him? Like, well, why weren't you tougher on him? You know, and I had to do the dishes because no one did the dishes. You know, it's, yeah. you know, bringing, being able to elevate families, you know, beyond these, these, these petty, you know, chores and screen time battles and really, you know, living rich lives, you know, going, going to the Mother's Day brunch and enjoying it and, and having nice conversations and building memories. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's one of the things, you know, for our family that I, that's really motivated me too to get beyond, you know, in, into those next levels of, of family building.
0: I love that i've been to a couple of restaurants where i saw there's a bucket on the table or a table next to you or something it says cell phones in here And if we see everybody put their cell phones in this bucket for dinner then they get like 10 percent off their bill i think that's just such a smart way to do it because you're so right you you We've all been to those places. Let's just use a restaurant example where we're walking through a restaurant to sit at our table and you see the kids with their face in a, in a phone and the adults talking or help all of them in faces in the phones. Right. And it's like, what are you basically doing? You might as well have ordered in and watch TV at home. You know what I mean? So it's exactly. it's crazy. And my kids are it's a good thing do not listen to this. If you say the average teenager gets seven <laughs> hours a day, my kids get 30 minutes. That's all they've ever been able to have is 30 minutes of, and they've got to be really resourceful with that 30 minutes of screen time. And they get to text and all on their friends and they get to, you know, FaceTime or whatever they want to do on that side. You know, that's okay. And there's certain apps we give them a little bit more time to that are, Mm -hmm. you know, more social or not social media, of course, but you know, that they can interact with their friends at school. It's important, but I don't know how I would do it as a parent and not have some way of throttling that crazy thing they call the internet because you can go in a lot of directions and not a lot of them are good, right? So, especially with a young mind, and it's so important, but also then to tie in to getting things done around the house. And I like where you started talking about how this can impact, you know, relationships within, you know, the husband and wife dynamic, right? Because there are many times where, you know, the wife gets home and she's like, well, aren't you supposed to be the one handling this? And why didn't Joey do this? Or you know, why the dishes still in the sink? Well, I told him to do it and he didn't do it. And pretty soon you're fighting because of a kid not doing something. And I'm sitting there thinking like this app solves that problem because Joey is not getting screen time until he actually does the dishes. And when he does the dishes and he gets his little bump, then he can go off and play and do his thing. And then he's like, all right, I need more screen time. So what else can I do around the house? Well, lawn needs to be mowed. Get that done. You get another 20 minutes and pretty soon you're Connecting, you know, instead of giving them money, you're actually giving them screen time. So I don't know. I think it's kind of a, a cool way to do that, and to also help the family dynamic as well. Because I can imagine, you know, uh, the wife's going to be a lot happier when all those things are done, and then you don't feel the pressure of constantly having to keep on their ass, especially as teenagers. Man, I got two of them, beautiful kids. I mean, just great kids. We're very blessed. They they haven't been a big problem. But uh, you know, I've, I hear stories and I hear horror stories from families about kids that are, you know, they just are stubborn or they just want to be in their way and they don't want to do it. But when you tie screen time into it, there's something about that leverage that makes it different. and You get some chores done. So I'm excited for that to see how that plays out for you long term.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so I, I, I at a high level, I think, you know, technology is amazing. Um, it's an incredible benefit to society. Yeah. Uh, but but too much of a good thing can lose its charm. You know, even, you know, sunshine is, is beautiful and awesome to experience, but if you're out there too long, you're going to get a sunburn. Um, you can even scorch your skin. So so I think the same is, is true for like screen, screen time. And I've, I've done some research into like the, the negative impacts of it, like the mental health, No no. um, you know, the anxiety, the depression, the, the fear of missing out, um, the physical health, you know, you know, people, you know, kids being less active, you know, the hope obesity problem, yep. you, know, you know, sleep disruption. I gave the example of my daughter, you know, sleeping with the phone next to her head.
0: Yep.
1: Um, and the social too. I mean, if, if you spend so much time on your phone, it's, it's just more difficult for you to, to build relationships in person. So it's, you know, that's another major motivator for me is just, you know, if I can make a, you know, slight dent on, on that, on those problems in, in the world, it'd it just be so, so fun.
0: That's awesome. Cool, and I know apps aren't cheap to build. You know, in general, have you self-funded this? Do you have mm-hmm. investors? Like, how have you done that as far as the finance side?
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's self-funded or bootstrapped. Um, I'm kind of viewing it as as part of my uh, retirement plan, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's you know just you know even, even if you know it's not uh, commercially yeah, super successful, uh, which which I, I think it has potential to be, um, it's it's worth it to me to. Um, create the solution not only because it'll solve the problem for my family, hopefully other families, but um, it's it, it kind of um, breaks through that barrier that has been holding me back. Um, you know, that we talk about like on, on on my deathbed at some point. Um, you know, at least at least I tried. You know, it's um, yeah. better than saying like, man, I, I never really pushed it, never really went the extra effort. And then you know, I kind of look at it too as like that's um, at, at the worst. You know, this would be an investment in, um, you know, me building a solution for my family and, you know, me uh, getting through that barrier that's holding me back from uh, getting to the next level of adding value to the world.
0: Yeah. I mean, you you mentioned something there about your deathbed, right? That's something that was a huge realization for me when I hired my first coach years and years and years ago. And one of the first exercises he had me do was to sit down. He said, Joshua, it's our first call. It's kind of how it's going to work out. Uh, by next week, I want you to sit down and I want you to write your own eulogy. And I was like, wait a minute, dude. Like we just met. This is kind of weird. Like, <laughs> eulogy? Like, what are you talking yeah. about? I'm I'm like 35 years old. Like, what do you like? I'm not gonna die for a long time. Like, why would I need to think about that? He's like, I want you to sit down this weekend and I want you to write your own eulogy. And I'll never forget it. I I sat there at my dining room or my kitchen table writing the eulogy on a Saturday morning. My two kids are running around my feet, chasing each other, being crazy kids. And I'm bawling my eyes out, Jeff, just bawling my eyes out, just writing down everything that I wanted. He said, all right, look at it from this perspective. What would you want? You say your sons are standing in front of, you know, the front of the church or wherever it might be. And they're, and they're speaking about you, like what you, what your life meant, how much, how impactful it was in their life. Like, what would you want them to be saying? What would you want them to be saying? Not what they will say, but what would you want them to say? And I, I didn't realize how powerful that that, you know, exercise was going to be. And it absolutely shaped the way that I started viewing life. And I'm like, so if I want that to be my legacy, if I want people to have that impact from what, uh, you know, the time God gave me here, how do I need to change in order to become that man? Because it's not about showing, you know, just showing up. It's about actually being as well. So, that, that was a huge shift in my soul. And I'm like, wait a minute here. And it didn't happen overnight. It took years to start building that. I'm like, I want to be mm-hmm. patient with my kids. I want them to to remember me as a patient, loving father. And right now I'm anything but that. I am not patient. I'm so focused on my business. I'm so focused. On, I can't imagine how they can even feel love for me because I don't even love me. Right. It was it was a huge awakening. So to your point about sitting on your deathbed, looking back, you know, if you do that exercise now and start thinking about what would it be like if, I'm sitting there. It's my last breath. What am I living with regret in my heart? If there's regret in there, like right now you're listening to this podcast and you're like, there's things that I wish I would do or want to do in my life. And I just haven't yet. And I don't know when I'll get a chance. Do a deep dive. Let's figure out what that's going to be like. Put yourself in your deathbed and what kind of regret are you going to live with in your heart? And Jeff said it perfectly. He's like, look, this app is in my heart to create solving this problems in my heart to create. I don't know what'll happen. At this point, we don't know. Certainty is not real. So it's, we live in an uncertain world. Let's just go for it. Let's just see what happens. And the worst case is you're sitting on that deathbed and you breathe your last breath and you have no regret in your heart whatsoever. You know, you did it right. You did it your way. You live life on your terms and you took those chances and you failed and you grew and you were challenged and it hurt, but you did it. And you sit there with a full heart and a full soul saying, you know what? Thank you, God, for this incredible journey. So I love that you just push through it and you're like, look, you know, it doesn't matter if i go if i future pace this and and i'm sitting there i'm going to look back and no matter what happens right now i'm going to i'm going to die very happy because i i did what i know i should do love that
1: yeah that's uh yeah i'm, I'm super inspired now i, I appreciate you do that. i feel like going to uh run a mile or something that's uh it's it's fun to hear, hear you say that but yeah it makes me think of um yeah you know, i've heard the saying that you know some of the best world-changing ideas um in 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 for millions of years if they're all in one place you know that's uh the graveyard because people never took that step to to make make the potential and live up to the potential that god has for them um and bring that value forth and you know it's i know it's tough right i mean it's maybe you have a cushy job um and maybe you're um you know spend too much time on watching netflix uh, series or um And that's, that's kind of how I uh, approached, uh, uh, Chorios. Like, you know, I I could spend a couple hours a day watching movies or not doing much, but, you know, spend that time, you know, doing something that'll, that'll, um, you know, build something amazing for the world or spend that time. It doesn't have to be entrepreneurial. I mean, you can, um, each category of your life, you could spend, um, you know, more time working on your health, you know, improving your relationships with your family uh, or your friends, you know, you know, in positive ways, you know, your relationship with God, uh, volunteer, you know, contribute in different ways. Uh, so I, I think that, you know, that's, that's, uh, another thing I would encourage people to do.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So Jeff, I appreciate you coming on the show, talking about, uh, Chorio. How can you said it's going to be available this summer? That's awesome. How are people going to be able to find it? You said app stores or website, or is there anything that they can get into or some kind of a waiting list or something? So they, they hear it here that it can pop back up when it's ready.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, the website is chorio.app. that's C H O R E I O dot A P P. Uh, we also have a Facebook and Twitter presence and then, uh, yeah, it'll be on the uh, app store soon.
0: Awesome. I appreciate it. Jeff, any last thoughts you want to bestow upon our listeners before we wrap it up?
1: Uh, yeah, just really appreciate you having me on. I love what you're doing with your podcast, uh, Joshua. This is this is amazing. Um, and uh, yeah, just appreciate the time and the opportunity and um, wish everyone a good day.
0: Awesome. Appreciate you, Jeff. And, you know, it's 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 important here in the show. We like to bring people on that are changing the world that are, you know, even if it's not the entire world at one time, but they look at the world and they see a, a problem and they say, you know what? I'm going to devote my time. My highest value that I have is my time, not money, right? It's the highest value that can possibly be the highest currency. And I'm going to devote that time to not just solving my problem, but doing it for others as well. And when in human history, have we had the opportunity to be uh, able to touch so many people through a phone, through an app, through something like that, as opposed to just doing it within your own family, take the time to build it for others as well. So Jeff, I have nothing but respect for the time you spent to do this your why is solid as hell. And I'm sure that you will not only succeed, but thrive in this environment because you're solving a problem that I know a lot of families struggle with. So Jeff, thank you for coming on. And uh, everyone out there listening, Midsummer this is going to be, or summer, this is going to be available. Get on that uh, wait list. And when it comes out, you'll be able to get the things done you need around the house. And at the same time, you're going to be able to make sure your kids are engaged with you and you have that control over that crazy screen time that uh, we all as parents have to deal with on a daily basis. So uh, Jeff, thank you again, and, uh, we'll see you guys next week.
1: Thank you.